This is a Broad Pods production. Funny for a woman. Hey, fellow broads. Okay, it's time for a good laugh, so get ready to hear some of the funniest gals in the game who make us cry with laughter, gasp with familiarity, and remind us that life doesn't have to be serious all the time. So sit back, grab a snack, and maybe duck to the loo now because, well, you know. Okay, let's all agree that 2021 was a shit show and sometimes when you're ankle deep in shit, all you can do is laugh. And for Denise Scott, the pandemic can be summarised by midnight visits to the fridge and confronting facial hair. So let's reflect on the year that was and we hope will never be again. I'm Jo Stanley and my co-host is Angela Pippos and here are some of the lols of the lockdown with the one and only Scotty. Now, and I have a theory that there are some people in life who are universally loved, right? I would say Hugh Jackman is one of these people. Yes, I agree. Who else? And, well, Denise Scott, our next guest. I don't know if she's been compared to Hugh Jackman before, (laughs) but she's (laughs) one of my favourite comedians and she joins us now. Hi there, Scotty. Oh, universally loved. Thank you, Jo. That's a really good suck-up way to start. the interview and good morning to you Angela I know you feel the same (laughs) I do I do I echo everything Joe has just said we love you well is that all we need that's all that needs to be said yeah that's right Right. uh, great great for you to join us thanks very much have a great week um (laughs) well no let's get straight to the point you are doing a show with Judith Lucy your dear friend and this show is called Disappointments I understand. Um, yeah. Have you had many in life? What's your well, top one? Well, this is the thing. When, when Judith and I started uh, this as a live, scripted, um, well-thought-out, crafted stage show, mm. we called it Disappointments because at the time um, we were both really disappointed. Judith Um, It was whatever was happening in her personal life and my career had just gone kaput. In fact, I'd been working on a, specifically I'd been working on a sitcom. Sorry, not getting emotional, just (laughs) old age burping. But, um, (laughs) so, oh, well may you cackle with laughter. I'm sorry, sorry. You just spontaneously burp. You would have seen it in people. The burp, they just burp and keep talking. Uh, like that's great. Keep talking. We're not, no we're not far it. behind you. It's true. <laughs> but um, so uh, I, this is some years ago, five years ago or whatever, working the whole year on a sitcom for Channel 7 and uh, it finally got a pilot up and pilot made and it was rejected and it was so disappointing to me and I remember at the time Judith said, Judith Lucy said, you can't take that personally, Scotty, and I said, Judith, it was a show about a 60-year-old female Mm -hmm. comedian and her name was Denise. (laughs) So very hard not to take the rejection personally. So anyway, I took to my bed. Mm -hmm. I, I took to my bed. And um, have been there pretty much ever since. 
<laughs> um, I love my bed. And anyway, Judith and I decided why don't we write a show and we can only write what we know. And so we just decided to write about disappointments and it couldn't have had more resonance with an audience. It was unbelievable. We thought it would be seen as um, negative and maybe not exciting to people, but, oh, my God, people came in droves and people, um, if you saw them before the show, after the show, would grab you, let me tell you my disappointment. <laughs> and it would often be about their adult kids. <laughs> <laughs> adult kids came in for a bit of a beating, husbands, um, you know, careers, um, body, health issues, and people loved sharing their disappointments. And then, so, sorry, this is a tremendously long-winded answer. That's okay. But, We've got time. But, but then, so we we did two versions of that and stayed show and toured around the country, and it was really a wonderful, a joyful show to do because we finished it dancing in our flesh-coloured leotards, mm-hmm. doing women <laughs> dancing to, um, to the speaker's version of we are one but we are many. <laughs> um, and, and the audience lost their minds. It was a huge <laughs> kind of moment, actually, Joe. And, and then, uh, of course, life goes on and then uh, Judith, Judith seems to have the luck when it comes to getting disappointments in her life. <laughs> and so she had a tremendous um, love disappointment, a terrible love story, and um, and I just didn't get out of bed, so I was still in bed. And we decided over COVID to do a Zoom, a podcast, Zoomcast thing, Zoomcast, and then which was very loose and. Um, very non-scripted and then we decided well you know they say you can't polish a turd but <laughs> well Judith and I just <laughs> polished and polished and polished and, turd and kept making money out of it and so now we've turned the zoom cast loose structure into a stage show where we actually get audience to email us problems or if they want love and because of COVID they actually have to either get up on stage with us standing you know the other side of the stage or at the Malthouse shows they're standing sort of to the side of us facing the audience it's quite a big deal and man the stories we are getting the stories we are getting we offer no help we've helped absolutely no one thus far (laughs) <laughs> but the journey has been so entertaining. Well, Denise, given that life is full of so many disappointments, is the key message then that we all have to just temper our expectations about life and perhaps just rein them in a little bit? Or is that defeat? Well, you, you see, I'm the opposite to reining them in. Uh, <laughs> and I tend to lack discipline. I, for instance, in lockdown, and this is a true story, Angela, I started um, in the big lockdown in Melbourne. I started journaling, and one of the things I wrote in my journal because I was starting to well, I didn't have rules, I didn't have boundaries. I thought I've got to get some, and so I wrote in my journal, 
I must not drink, mm-hmm. which is a fair enough sentiment, except that wasn't the end of the sentence. <laughs> it was, I must not drink during the day <laughs> or after I go to bed. Be- because what had happened was, this is what happened to me in lockdown, um, I get up 4 o'clock, you know, go to the toilet a week, on the way back, I think, oh, bugger, I feel like a gin and tonic. I'll have one. Well. I've got nothing I've got to get up for. No one, well, nowhere to go. Let's sit down and have a nice tea and tea. In the and middle my, of the night. In the middle of the night, ladies, and I know that your program probably doesn't encourage this sort of behaviour. This isn't probably the best way to deal with life lemons but uh anyway oh well you squeezed life lemons into your gin and tonic and oh, look oh. yeah good one, <laughs> i need to raise with you actually a, a life disappointment that you and i share and i think many women do um you know once you're sort of over 45 um and that is facial hair so my my whiskers yeah. are just i they'd be, they're a constant obsession for me because i really quite like the feeling of them at the end of my fingertips so i start to become quite fond of one particular you know whisker after a while and then i think oh no i've got to pluck the shit out of that one but you know i'm almost sad to see it go sometimes <laughs> but you too have this facial hair issue well it became quite a thing for judith and I to discuss during lockdown because, of course, in Melbourne, um, beauticians were actually closed for over four months. You couldn't go to one. And that's when I became quietly desperate. And, I, you know, like everyone knows about the toilet paper, you know, the aisles, the shelves being empty. Well, did you try the self-waxing strip? <laughs> Chemist Warehouse, I know who sponsored this program. Empty, you could not get a self-waxing strip. There was nothing left. And I have to say that I tried those and they just gave me red welts like on my upper lip. And then it was Judith Lucy who genuinely suggested I try the lady shaver thing. If you've seen it, oh, oh, I have got one. I've got a beauty bag I can show you. <laughs> it's always ready to go. Have I got one? <laughs> I so it's a, a, a demo. It's a, it's quite small. You can you, so you and then you just you know um, oh, use that. Yes. Anyway, so that's it. And I know, but but it's, it's really subtle. So <laughs> I I got one. Yes. Ladies don't want to be seen to be shaming. Sure. And so I tried it um, one night um, in front of John. You know, I've been with John 40 years, Joe. Yes. I sat at the dinner table with him. He didn't even know I was shaming. That's how I I sort of gave a little test. Anyway, I I have to say, it worked beautifully. (laughs) Mm hmm. I couldn't believe it. it was like a miracle. I thought I should have been onto this years ago. Face was smooth, smooth and hairless. And then the next morning, I woke up stubble. Oh like yes, yeah. 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 I looked like you know one of the river boys from Home and Away. Like, <laughs> well, 
Well, you know, we didn't look like that is more the point. Of a river boy and the body of a sixty-five-year-old woman. So then, but I, so I had to just give in and um, grow a goatee. Yeah, and we had to wear masks. So you know. Oh, jeez. Oh, Scott. Well, that that was one of the greatest blessings of the mask. I will agree that you could nobody could see my mustache growing in my whiskers. But um, <laughs> this is life. That. That is hilarious. Yeah. That is really, really funny. Can I? I want to talk about um, you're heading to Adelaide for Fringe, yes. and the name of the show just is so funny for a South Australian like myself because you've called the show the Chicksaw Five Hundred. Sorry, I just want to point out that I'm drinking water, not oh, good to know. Sorry, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> the Chicksaw 500 resonated with me as a South Australian because of the famous street race that was there for about 20 years until COVID ended the street race and then the state government decided not to renew the contract. So my question is, do you think you will become the next big thing in Adelaide? Without doubt, and. Uh, <laughs> Can you explain to me what it was? Because I'm a Melbourne person through and through and it was an Adelaide person who gave the show its title and I didn't understand it, but I just went along with it. So what's the street race? Well, it was called the Clipsal 500. The sponsor's name was Clipsal. So um, it was quite a, it was a famous race through the the streets of Adelaide and it established itself as a really big tourist attraction for about 20 years and there was huge disappointment when the race ended when the state government decided not to renew the contract but then here are you just seamlessly (laughs) slotting in that spot I mean I don't know whether you know anything about motorsport I'm I'm assuming no, but that could be wrong. Angela, I know so little that I don't even drive. I don't even drive. I don't, I don't, I've never put petrol, well, well, I did drive for a little while, so I have once or twice put petrol in a car. But that's as far as I go with racing. But I guess the ladies in this show are bringing the joy of laughter Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What if we get a lot of rev heads coming to the show? Oh, yes. Well, you might. They're not going to hear about my driver, John. <laughs> I don't think. Then again, maybe they'll love it. Maybe they will. Well, Scotty, as always, it's divine to chat with you. And thanks for coming on Broad Radio for the first time. I hope it's not the last. It won't be the last. I very much enjoyed your first two speakers. Yes, it's been a great show and it's a delight to see you. You take care and all the best uh, with your shows and give our love to Jude. We love her as well. Okay, see ya. Thank you so much for having me.